Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Talk It Through with Jack Hale and James Coxie Sleep. Today's guest is Alex from Christine Jewelers and you can find them at Christine Jewelers on TikTok and Instagram. And we're live. Thanks for coming on, Alex. It uh, means a lot to us to have you on the podcast. Um, can we go straight into it and can you tell us a bit about your passion for jewelry? So, uh, we, oh, so, so first of all, thanks for, for having me. Um, uh, we, it's our, our business is a, it's a more like a family business. Uh, it's been running for over 30 years. Um, so I grew up in the uh, jewelry industry, essentially just following what my parents did um, from just, but you see a very big transformation in the jewelry industry now. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference about it? Um, so I think it's not just jewelry in general. It's just um, the whole retail uh, industry has shifted um, into like what you really need to do to engage with the customer experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that's like as you said, that's the many different businesses you've got to see what the customers want and do you target like a certain age group or is it target anyone? So um, back in the day when uh, my my parents had the business, it was essentially you just had a, you could just have a store set up, you have a good location, um, and then business flows in. So as long as you're hardworking, um, you know you, you you get a very steady business business. But now it's not just about having a, a brick and mortar. You need you need a lot of different tools to get the customer engaged, to get the customer coming into your store, right? So um, tools that we use that, you know, social media is very important, but it's also how you use social media as well to engage with the customer. It's not just having a Facebook or Instagram account. Um, it's what type of content you're putting in it, um, how you're reacting with the customer, how you're providing information to the customer where they feel they have a connection with you. Yeah, like I've seen your, your TikTok and your Instagram accounts and they're very like, you catch your eye and they want to keep you looking and I think that's what people want these days and that's, that's the way to sell things and market your own business. Yeah, I've seen uh, actually just on your Instagram, literally just before I came on, um, the Star Wars stuff, is that something you've done out of the love for Star Wars or is that just... Oh, so so the uh, we Pandora recently just launched a, um, a series uh, with Star Wars, so um, I think we we just sorry, the, I couldn't quite hear sorry. you. Could you please repeat? My Siri is on for some reason. So yeah, so um, yeah, I, it was just the Pandora a series that they did with uh, Star Wars, and they just recently launched. Mm-hmm. So um, when you set up your, your TikTok, did you do it as a way to market your jewelry, or did you do it because you wanted to join TikTok for yourself? Or? So, so with, 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 with TikTok, the funny thing is, um, I don't think there's any jewelry-related stores or brands that are into TikTok, or even if they have TikTok, they're not fully engaged. With TikTok, it's another thing. So with different social media platforms, right, they have they have a different audience, right? So with TikTok, it's more like if you put, if you put the, the, the Facebook content on TikTok, it wouldn't work because it, you, need, you need like a storyline. You need like, you know, just short clips to really capture that audience in that group, which TikTok is more the younger crowds. 
um, we started TikTok as in just experimental, um, see how to work. And then it, it started getting a lot, a lot of momentum. Um, my brother once runs more of the TikTok account, but he's really good at it. Uh, yeah, so far we have over 200K on yeah. On, we yeah. seen Shane it before you come on and we were really impressed in how you do market your stuff. But um we talk a lot about well, I talk a lot, he doesn't talk a lot about it, but saturation in businesses and less than ten percent of businesses are on TikTok. What I find fascinating. Like and it definitely in the next few years, like obviously businesses will come on it over time, but I think now is the time to make sales through TikTok. I think it's such a great thing. But going back to what you said about that you're like moving on everything moving to online you what do you sell more now in your store or online so uh, we we don't we're not necessarily moving everything online we still um, we still have a very strong customer base um, in store the in-store experience is hard to replace um, the you know the higher ticket items like you know the bigger diamonds the uh, the more uh, the more luxury uh, jewelry pieces, they still want to come in and in store to experience what the uh, the gold is like, what the diamond quality is like. Just, uh, you know, uh, those can't be replaced online, but I can, but what you can do online is just put out the content that brings them value. Just give them the education they need. Um, so they would be intrigued to come into the store to take a look. Now with the with with the COVID nineteen, um, malls are essentially very very quiet. Uh, you don't get as much traffic as 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 it used to be. So you really need to do online to get the customer into your store. Yeah, going going on what you said there, I never really thought about it, but jewelry is probably still like still a big store seller because people do want to go and see it and want to. You don't just want to be throwing big amounts of money away on jewelry, do you? And I mean, no, I think I think that as well is quite specific to the jewelry market. Like there's people talking about the the clothing industry going completely online in the future. But like you said, with jewelry, it's more of an experience, and yeah. you, you you try things on. And I think the shop is a big part of that. Well, let me ask you a question. Like you know, how how did you guys? I mean, you guys look very young. Um, how did you guys find about us and what made you want to have this podcast? Yeah, it was TikTok. We yeah. saw TikTok. Yes, yes. I mean, so like with, with, with TikTok, right, we would have a different kind of audience, right? So um, they might not necessarily be like the customer for you, but they'll grow into you, right? So if they look into your brand, they, they might not, you guys might not buy anything today from me. But as you as you grow older, you might say, "Hey, you know what? I want I might want to buy a watch." But the first thing you will think is, "Oh, I saw this guy on TikTok," and it, you might have association with our brand. So the, you might come to our like you might go to our site for future purchases, right? So, like it's not necessarily like I, when we put stuff on on social media, right? We don't say, "Hey, come buy, come buy, come buy," right? We just put out the content where we feel that you know what type of what type of company we are, um, what type of quality we, we, we provide, and what type of uh, customer experience we provide for the customer to really judge for themselves whether they want to purchase from us or from another company. Yeah, like you, I think like what I'd say on that is you, you want to connect with the person more, you want to feel like they're part of the journey, and, and jewelry is such a passionate thing, like people are passionate about it, 
and jury and like what they want to pick and what they want to wear. And I think like we've, we've had someone on who's in the jury background before and it's fascinating to hear what you're saying and they're saying about your passions for jury. And, I mean, it's, it's incredible, really. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like you said, I just think it, 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 is, it is quite specific to that industry and things. Um, what I wanted to say as well about moving it on to the actual social media side of things, obviously you're absolutely like massive on TikTok and on Instagram, I think it's about a thousand followers on Instagram. We have about like 8,000. 8,000, 8, is it? Um, why do you think it's so much easier to grow on TikTok than it is on Instagram? It's, I mean, it's a different, like, I mean, when you look at sh- different social media platforms, if you look back, Facebook used to have really young, young audience and then it grew mature. Then the parents took over and then it, it, they shifted to Instagram, right? Instagram kind of took over by the parents now. So now it's like more on the TikTok side. So they both, all three platforms have their a different unique values, right? And we're like one of our biggest conversions on social media is we have also a YouTube channel. Uh, we have over uh, 10,000 followers, subscribers as well. So some of the, you know, like, you know, we do a lot of unboxing uh, on on different products um, on, and we do, like, we describe some of the new launches that just come out. So those, every different type of platform has their unique characteristics, right? So that's how, I think that's how we do it. Yeah, I think what you showed about TikTok there, it's, it's on Facebook. It's very hard to find a page or on Instagram, it's very hard to find a page. But with TikTok, you can literally sit there and just scroll through and come across it and take your attraction and you're very easy to follow. But what you were saying about lockdown and how has it affected your business, if it has at all? Oh, so there, during the lockdown, there was, um, you know, I, I kind of felt like, oh no, like, you know, what what's going to happen next, right? But we actually... But we during that time we we really just focused on 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 online uh, the marketing dollars putting online and then because I used to travel a lot from Asia to to all around so now like we're kind of st- I'm kind of stuck here so I have to really focus every all my energy on the business it actually grew grew more than last year our sales because of what we're doing online. And, you know, a lot of traditional jewelers, right, they used to have a lot of customers going to the store. Now, all of a sudden, they're lost, right, because they have, they had no website. And now when they start to go on, like, you know, build a website, it's almost too late. Um, we, we had online way before the COVID. Um, we, like, I, we're, we're, we're more, I'm more like a young, young guy, but my brother's young. Like, we know how to engage virtually with the customer versus the traditional jewelry stores that they, they're, they're kind of lost. So we kind of have an advantage there where we, we set up like, you know, virtual appointments. We have FaceTime uh, uh, consultations. Um, they can book online with us and those things that a lot of people don't know how to do. Yeah. I think it's all- if, if it's available, right. They don't know how to set it up. They don't know how to set up a, a simple page, even if they have a website and, you need to know positioning of different products, you know, what to put on sale, what not to put on sale. It's almost like running a store. Yeah, I think it's all about knowing your customer, but you said about your 
your sales going up? Did you change anything online to make that happen, or did you stay with your same? I think, I think, I think uh, during the lockdown, a lot of a lot of people didn't really go out, so they were kind of just forced to browse online, to shop online. And that's where the advantage came in, where if you had the right marketing dollars to spend online to reach those customers, you would have grabbed those customers. Whereas the lockdown, a lot of people completely shut their stores. We were, we were during uh, lockdown, we, we had a store closed, but we were still running online, right? So we were, I was at the store every day with my staff, just shipping out products like crazy. Germany must be one of the hardest things to sell online, as you, as we said before, but especially during COVID and what was going on. But like, like for us, we're both students, and like, we you like, we have nothing to do, so you do your lessons, and I mean, it probably give you an advantage in a certain amount of way. But how did you find lockdown in terms of your personal self? Yeah, I know you said you couldn't travel. How was that? What's that? Sorry, I, I didn't get in here. How did how did you find lockdown? How did I find lockdown? Well, lockdown was was what you know. I mean, it was a challenge, but it's also a. I think it's an opportunity to really just dig deep on how we should take the business to a next level, um, to how we should use different methods to engage with customers. Yeah, I think that's quite good as well. What you said about it being an opportunity, like you can definitely see a difference between people who look at it and go. I might be able to make something of this. We started this podcast. We've done things in business and, and things during lockdown that we probably wouldn't have been able to do if we'd have been in college full time at, at, at the time, like for all in months. And there's other people like yourself who's just said it, it's an opportunity. And then you'll see people just going, oh, I've been stuck inside for months. I haven't done anything and see it as completely negative. And I think like it's quite important that it'll distinguish people between the people who, who want to go and achieve things and the people who don't. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's how you take the situation as well. You know, a lot of people are uh, very negative about the situation. Oh, you know, they'll 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 just they they'll feel that they'll lose your job. They'll 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 do this. They'll lose that. They'll lose that. But you know, if you have a positive mindset, right? I think that's what sets apart from you know a strong business. If if uh, during like this time, there's a lot of uh, retails going out of business, it's also an advantage for us because we get less competitors, right? So as we move forward, right, those people are pulling back. So I think that's how we, we're still, you know, we're still good in the business. Yeah, I think that, yeah, like you said, that you can use it as an opportunity and to be able to see see the difference between people is, is massive and people who do take things the way the way you have will definitely like go on to achieve things yeah. in the future i think it sets like businesses apart really like the top ones and the little ones and i never really thought about your rivals in jewelry and thought yeah they'll they'll go out the market but do you have any restrictions where you are now uh in canada well, yeah, I mean, Canada is not, it's not, I mean, it's not that serious. Uh, well, I mean, it is serious, but it's also like, you know, it's not like, it's not like uh, some other places, right? But um, we're still very careful down here, yeah. Yeah, we have, we have, we have a Canadian coming on the podcast tomorrow, is it? It goes up tomorrow. It goes up tomorrow, and she was saying, she will already be up by the time this is up. Yeah, I'll be up by the time this is up. But she was saying in Canada that the restrictions weren't, weren't, too great like they were struggling in schools and I thought it would have just been the same there but clearly not yeah um, what I was, 
where it depends on where, are, are are they in BC or where, where are they? Uh, well, no, <laughs> Nova, Nova Scotia. Is that what you say? Uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah, it, that's where it was. Okay. Um, what I wanted to go back to before is is what you were saying about um, mindset. Have you used any resources like any YouTube videos, um, books, or anything like that to develop your positive mindset or any of your business strategies? Well, no, I think um, I think the mindset just comes into it's just for myself, right? Like if you if I have a strong mindset, right, then it just helps me, you know, bring the business stronger. Um, I don't really necessarily translate that into my, my, my content, right? Because my business is, is, is something else, right? It's, it's jewelry and it's watches. Yeah. I think, I think just having a positive mindset in life and business, I think it's important to take your, your places anyway, really. Um, what? Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely is. But when you touched on, um, about driving the business forward, do you feel pressure for, and responsibility almost for the people who are working for your business. Do you feel is it is it a pressure on your personal life to think if I don't make this business work, then what happens to these people? Well, obviously, I think every every business owner has a responsibility to make sure that you know their staff is taken care of, right? So, um, so far uh, we haven't lost any staff. Uh, we're still they're still on the floor, even though when it was during lockdown. Um, they had the ability to just um, stay at home and work through our online uh, portion of it. So um, it is, I feel like they're family. I mean, they, they like, you know, it's reciprocal. If, if you, if they're good to you, like, you know, I have to treat them like, you know, like a family as well. So. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's great, obviously for the people on, on employment and things like that. But you said about taking over from your family and like, in previous times have you changed have you changed anything or just then oh completely completely like i mean they you know they they come in a time where um they feel the internet wasn't you know wasn't secure like when they you know like why are you doing online like oh why are you carrying different like back then they didn't have any brand they didn't have any brands they just sold their own jewelry um they felt like you know there are certain brands that didn't have the value. So why are you bring those in? But it turns out like, you know, it, it is a big success like Pandora back then. They, they, they said like, it's, it's just silver. Why are you, you know, why are you investing in silver and blah, blah, blah. And now like, you know, it, it kind of proves them wrong. And then with the watches, they didn't understand the watch market. Right. So um, I slowly, slowly started bringing the watch brands in and now, now they, you know, I, I think you ha you kind of with time, it, it it will show them that you know, the generation is different, and you have to learn to accept and adapt to changes, right? So, that's one of the things that's good about my parents, where, um, you know, even though they were skeptical, they still let me do whatever felt was right because, uh, you know, there's something that's beyond their control, like you know, just technology, is yeah. something that you know they. I mean, they can't fully embrace, um, even with AI and everything, like they don't understand it. Uh, but if, even if you don't understand, it's okay, but let the young people handle it. Yeah, right? so like, that, That's good about them. Like they're, they're fully just saying, you know, their hands off, even now they're hands off because they, 
everything now is so different from what, what it was back then. But you know, that's, that's how it, I think it's a, like with the family, with family business, um, the challenge is like just doing the business that is different from what your parents are doing. And they always felt like they all, they're always will say that, Oh, back then I did this and back then I did that. But you know what? It's, you know, it's, it's a different generation and you have to learn that it's, it's, it's different. Right. So. Yeah. Did you give your stick when you started making all these, these changes to the, to what they probably thought? Of I, 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 think, I think, I think you can't just completely change everything. It, it was a progress too. So it's a slow transition from, uh, I think we built, like an online business like uh, eight years ago. Um, and then we started implementing, once the online started to take off, then I slowly put brands in it. So I think it was a step-by-step -step to ensure, to uh, make them feel more comfortable. If you just put everything, everything change at once, I don't think anybody can accept it, right? Yeah. So um, that's the thing with family, it, it is, it's, it's, it's pressure in a way because uh, you don't want, like they, they had a very successful business back then and you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, make the business fail by you having, you know, implement different changes, right? So. I think keeping the identity of the brand was probably important, really for you as a jewelry business, that's what you want to be keeping, but you thought, well, bringing watches in and, and at what point did you decide that was, that must've been a really big decision to make. Um, I mean, it wasn't a big decision back then. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys heard of like a brand called Toy Watch. Toy Watch was, you know, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are, you're really young, so I'm not sure it was, this is like maybe the, we're talking to eight years ago. Um, there was a brand called Toy Watch. Um, it's, it, it's essentially, essentially like a Daniel Willington. Have you heard of Daniel Willington? No, probably not. We keep up with watches to be completely <laughs> Probably G-Shocks, you heard of Casio G-Shocks. But, um, you know, it was, it was essentially just like a, a, a really expensive plastic watch. Um, those plastic watches were going for three four $400. And then he thought it was crazy bringing in those plastic watches that, you know, you can find at the kiosk. But at that time, toy watch was the biggest thing for everybody. Everybody wanted a, a, a toy watch. Uh, when you hear the name, it's just like a toy. It's a toy watch, right? If you search online, you'll know what it is. But um, he felt that was crazy. But um, I bought it, and then the sales was so high that you know he felt, oh yeah. You know, there was big department stores starting carrying it, um, and then I think that's when he started to feel like you know what, maybe this is beyond my control. Maybe maybe this guy is a little bit right. Um, we'll give him a chance, right? So, and then that's how that's how the the other brands start to slowly come in. Yeah, sounds like you moved with the times and made the right decision because your your business is certainly doing well. Yeah, well. I don't know if it's the right decision. I mean, it's just what whatever I feel um, is the trend now. Um, so, yeah, I think like the the obvious example is blockbusters and, and Netflix and the way Netflix just absolutely wiped out blockbusters and. I think if you yeah. don't move, even if it's the wrong decision, if you don't move, you're probably not going to exist anyway. There's, like you said, with, with them watches, things like fidget spinners, which were around for, what, a year? I remember and, that. And everyone yeah. had one, and now they've just gone. So I think it's important. And you'll never know what the right decision was because anything could have went wrong with staying the way you were and anything could go wrong now, but you'll never know. 
Right. So, I mean, it's, you, 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 you never know, right? Like, um, uh, business is about taking chances, um, and, and, and taking risks. Right. So, um, it is how, like a lot of, like a lot of businesses now are, are really struggling. Like, don't get me wrong, but, um, some of them, like the restaurant is, is, is really beyond the control. Right. I mean, you can do like the takeouts, you can do Uber, but it's still like, there's, there's a big overhead cost there. So, I mean, that might, they might struggle a little bit for us. We're very fortunate that, you know, we have a very solid customer base. Um, if you, if you, if you just go and research about our company, just type in Christine jewelers, right on Google, we have over a hundred reviews and most of them are very, very like most, but I, I think all of them are, are, are very positive about us. So we, we try to treat, every customer um, in store or online the same that how we treat like we we give them the best customer experience when they get online so um, I think that's how we get like a return business too going back on what you said about making decisions in business and as, as you said we're both we're all quite young and freedom for us to start this and we've tried other business things but it really is important just to take the risk and I think we've said like people just need to, to if you want to do it just go out there and do it and try and try and just go with the flow and go with all the feeling but would you ever think about going into other watch businesses or jewelry businesses or or anything else could be completely different i think i think um in general i like doing business right it's not like i grew up liking jewelry right i, I don't own any piece of jewelry but i just like taking a business and recreating it and taking it to another level right? whether it's clothing whether it's uh, another business i just like challenges myself right so i think um if you want to start a business or going into business i think uh first of all you have to revalue yourself if you have the the, the right mindset for it uh, obviously not putting all your money in in one basket even if, if you're young i mean i think it takes things slowly Right. But I think uh, ultimately to become successful. Right. Uh, the, the the mindset I feel is very important because you're going to go through some times where it's 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 really dark. Uh, it seems like nothing's working out um, until you hit a jackpot. You can do 10 things and nine thing fails. You just need one to uh, to 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 make you successful. So mindset, I feel, is is, is very important for me. Yeah, we found that like we've had a few businesses, but none of them have really took off. But I mean, we are we are seeing some better results now, and I mean, it's just sticking with it really. But you said about your parents there. If it wasn't for your parents, don't do you think you'd do jury, or do you think you wouldn't even? Probably be not. Jury? Probably not. Probably not. Right. I mean, the uh, the jewelry business is it wasn't anything that I would like. I wanted to grow up being into, um, but it was it was a good platform for me to go, like I had the option to go into it. Um, if I was gonna go to something else, I might've done some other business, but um, I feel even that this uh, is, is a great challenge for me. I like it. Uh, I grew uh, I grew up with it um, and why not, why not just um, take my, uh, my parents' legacy and just continue on, right, so. Yeah, I, I like what everything you're saying about, about mindset and what I picked up on there is when you said, um, be be patient, but then you also said you want to be challenged. And I think 
too many people use patience as as an excuse almost and say, oh, I'm being patient, I'm waiting for this. And really, they're just not moving, they're just not doing anything. So I think you've got to strike a balance between being patient and being sensible, but actually trying to achieve your goals and, and being positive and trying to move forward. Right. I mean, like, you have to. I mean, like, with, with you guys, right? Like, uh, like you guys, you, you're really hustling with your channel. Um, you're really engaging with different people. Like, I like, that's why, you know, when you reached out to me, I said, you know, like, you guys are really young. I, I like it, right? Um, you guys are, are, are trying to create maybe like a, like a really strong base uh, uh, podcast. Um, so, yeah, I, I, like, I like how you guys are doing it. Uh, yeah, I know. Like you said, I think you said on a few episodes ago, like once you started, you would you feel like you wanted to do it ages ago, and and now we're here. We're like, oh, why didn't why didn't we start ages ago? But we're glad we're glad we started now. Really, yeah. I think like you said, just 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 gotta get it going and just keep moving forward. I think. What do you think that you your store would have carried on being as successful if your mindset would have been different? What? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. If, if you had been as positive as you are now, do you think that would have had an impact on on evolving the store in terms of going online, bringing the watches in, bringing other brands in? So sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get. Do you think? Do you think the way you so you're obviously your mindset's really positive now, and you you like challenges and things. Do you think if you had chosen to go into a different business and the your input in the store hadn't been the way it was, where you chose to bring in watches, bring other things in, do you think it would have still been a success? You mean if, if I wasn't in the business, would the business change? Yeah. Would, would you think it would have been a successful? Um, probably not, just because I feel a lot of, uh, back then, they, they're really stuck on one thing. That's why I, I told you, like a lot of traditional jewelry stores, they're stuck, they're stuck in their own ways. And they think that, wave of success would come back eventually so they keep waiting they keep waiting they keep waiting oh the next year is going to be better and then blame it on the economy they blame it on the customers um until you know they finally realize it's not really working out like you really need to step it up and, and change right uh, and like i said times has changed um so for uh my parents grew up just you know with the mindset of working hard working hard um so now it's not just about working hard it's about just working hard and being innovative as well um if you don't have that innovation um you will get wiped out really easy and especially during these times everything is transitioning moving so fast that you really have to really catch up like TikTok, like nobody would think like TikTok would have any impact. You would probably not even reach out to me if you in, if you didn't see our TikTok, right? So, um, and my parents wouldn't even know what TikTok is. So, you know, that kind of answers the question where I feel like um, if it was, I think if if it was changed, they would be already retired already. Did you find when you was in, in school your mindset might have been a bit different because you always knew you had the jewelry business to fall back on, or would you say that didn't impact it at all? No, just because, oh, so, uh, that's a good question is because um, 
back then when we did like I was really young uh, uh, my parents said you know what you want to start up with the business you know we'll we'll bring you up to the store I go out to the store and a lot of people find that you know uh, they look at me I look like uh, I'm like 14 15 years old they feel like you know this guy's inexperienced right I'm 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 buying I, I'm trying to sell like a, a $10,000 diamond, right? And I'm talking to a kid. Like what I feel, I know more jewelry than him. Like why would this guy would close the sale, right? So I always kind of had that feeling in my mind that it might not work out just because um, with their client base is more like they have really like high-end clients. Um, and, you know, they're they're very knowledgeable in diamonds too, right? So and it, every transaction is big. So they, for me to come in, I, I kind of felt like, you know, I wasn't the right fit because um, I didn't have enough, you know, uh, diamond knowledge or experience to even close a big deal, right? But, you know, that was also my motivation um, where I later on said, I told myself that, you know, I am going to be, I'm going to take all of, I'm going to take, make sure every of my parents' VIP customers are becoming my customers. Yeah. So I went to the GIA school. I went to Jamali school. You know, I, I went to the factories. Um, I learned a lot about, you know, the back end, uh, not just the, our, our retail. I went through, I, I flew back to see where the origins of the diamonds were to learn from the diamond dealers, suppliers, um, uh, so, you know, that was my motivation, um, to the point where I, all my parents' customers are now my customers, right? So I, it's also a motivation as well, but like I said, at the end of the day, it's how you, how you, um, think of one situation. It could be a very negative situation or you can turn it into a very positive situation, right? So. Yeah, that's interesting what you said there about like learning about all different kinds of jewelries and how it works and that, but do you think? start on like earlier on benefit you now or do you think it doesn't have an impact um no because they i have to say like my parents they have a lot of uh, uh good characteristics in business where i learned a lot from them so um even though times has changed there's some things that doesn't change like the customer experience right so as a customer walk how you treat your customers that never changed um the, the 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 technology change but there's things that i took from the past that i could put in in the future as well so uh, i think it, it's a win-win situation yeah I, I, I like what you said there about obviously you can see it moving but the, the fundamentals don't change it the treating people dealing with people it, it doesn't really change and i think like we've we've said before near the, near the start that especially with jewelry, especially when people are, are trying things on, trying on a ring, trying on a watch. Um, can you see you bringing, I don't know if you've got kids, but can you see anyone younger in your family coming in through the next generation in the next sort of 10, 20 years? So, so yeah, I, well, I have kids myself, but um, I feel that I, uh, my parents always wanted me to take over the business and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I feel like, um, whatever their passion is right so if you put if you if their passion is for something else and you make them do business it, it's not even a good formula anyways so um and like they won't even be happy if they're not happy they won't excel in the business right so you really have to enjoy what you're doing in order to take something to the next level 
right? So I feel like I would, you know, I'm very flexible. If they want to come into the business, they're more than welcome to. But if they want to pursue something else, that's, you know, that might even be better for them, then, you know, I, I, I fully support it. Completely agree with what you said about if you're passionate about it, like we're, we're very passionate about this and it, it just makes it makes the job so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And that's why, why we kept it going because we've not had great feedback really in responses. So, I mean, it's just great. Yeah, you, you have to send, obviously, you send out a lot of, you try and make contact with a lot of different people and you'll aim for, obviously, you, you're aiming for a certain type of person to come on you need something to talk about. So, you're aiming for higher-end people and you don't get a lot of responses off off a lot of them. Obviously, we, we've had a few. We've had you and there's been, what, seven to ten others so far. Yeah. So, it's going all right, but you've definitely, if it was if it was something boring or something we didn't enjoy, I think we'd have definitely give up. Uh, like I said, like going back, I said, I'm sure you reached out to a lot of client or, or um, accounts and they, some of them didn't even respond to you or they think you're some like small Joe, they didn't even want to talk to you. So until you reach somebody that felt like you had, you know, they, they want to start a cover like me. Like I feel like uh, uh, I looked at you guys and I feel like, you know, you guys are really young. Like, you know, they want to start something and um, I, I fully support um, people that have passion for something, regardless of them being big or small. Yeah, I think definitely one thing I've sort of decided in my head now is that if we do get really big and, and we do go on to achieve other things, I understand, obviously successful people are always busy. That's part of working hard and, and not having a lot of time. But if, if we get to a point where we are big and people are asking us to come on and things, if I've got time, it's definitely something I'll try and make time for mm -hmm. and try and do because without people like you and people like the other people who've chose to come on, we, we wouldn't have a podcast and we wouldn't even have like a, a, a runway to sort of get started. Yeah, what what you were saying about jewelry, would you if anyone wants to go into jewelry to listen to the podcast now, what advice would you give them? Um jewelry is is it's 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 a tough category. Um you really have to know your stuff. Um but you know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, if you, it depends on what you want to go into, like a jewelry designer, uh, 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 like a craftsman, uh, like like a, a goldsmith. You want to be like in like the retail business, or you want to be in a manufacturing side. So there's different elements to this business. Um, you really have to find what you like to do and excel for it. So um, you take, for example, uh, me and my brother. My brother is. Uh, he's he's not like he's very camera shy. He's on TikTok, obviously, but in real life, he's he's more like the back end person. He does like he does all the computer work for us. Uh, he knows how to he's a, he knows how to code and program. So, like I think it's best for him to just to stay behind like behind the computers and you know do what's best for him. While I'm more like on the business development side where I do, um, you know, uh, engage with different brands um, um, in, with customers, I'm, I'm the guy that does the sales, right? So that's a really good mix for us. If I wanted to go into being a salesman in jewelry, what, what, would, you tell, what would you tell me to do? What would be your, your one tip you give me? Well, I mean, you, with, with uh, being a sales 
in jewelry is different from being a sales in clothing, for example. So, I mean, you really have to be a little bit knowledgeable, right? So you really have to provide the customer with the right information um, in order for them to close the deal. I tell you why, because if you're, if say you work in a clothing store, they walk in, they try on something, you can just say, hey, it looks really good on you. The color matches you. But that, but with jewelry, you can't say that, right? You have to really define what the diamond quality is. Um, they might ask you, you know, you know, what's, what's, how is the gold made of? Um, where does it come from? You kind of have to know all these stuff in order for them to have confidence in, in, in buying from you. Yeah, learning your knowledge then if I want to become a, a jewelry salesman. But um, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on though. Anyway, it really does mean a lot to us and it means a lot to us every guest that comes on. But it's an honor to, to be gone with the podcast and we're, we're episode eight now and it's only going on the way up. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you very much for having me and I wish you guys all the success.